15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I, I buy all my brushes now from the Dick Blick art store just because it's really funny to say Dick Blick. <laughs> Dick Blick. Say, yeah. huh, fuck you, Hans Bricks. <laughs> Are you like the Dick Blick? This brush, forty nine ninety five. All right. All right, guys. I'm going I'm, I'm I'm to go watch anyway. Ghost Adventures and uh, okay. make fun of yeah, Zach we're just gonna do. We're going to do our after show real quick. And do the after show. After yep. show? Let's do it. Oh yeah, that's right. Right. hey guys, this, welcome this... to the after show, uh, and we're glad to have you. And you know, we're good and liquored up, and we just got done doing the whole show. You've listened to the whole thing, and if you're a real fan and you're one of the patrons out there, like mm-hmm. Lee or Robert, uh, <laughs> you have um, you probably have listened to all like almost. Oh shit, let's look at the time here. Uh, God, we're over three hours now. Fucking hell! And so I've got to edit that down just a little bit. Not much, but just still, take it down to two minutes and fifty-two seconds. <laughs> Edit it down to fuck you, Hans Bricks, and then we'll go right. Down. Yep, that's the whole show. Oh, moist, moist toilet chat. Yeah, that, yeah. Be <laughs> Actually, we should edit that and put it on YouTube. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> so, um, welcome to the after show. Like I said, thank you for all your support. We strive to make uh, Utah Outcasts a bigger and badder show. We've got big things planned, and it's your help that's going to be the thing that gets us there. Um, but I think that's enough filleting, you guys out there. Uh, there can never be enough filleting. Well. Uh, well, once we get girls that actually are patrons, I mean, we could maybe Robert could be a girl. I don't you know. Could, but, you could pretend but, I'm a girl. I mean, with the spelling, no one would know. Well, yeah, my my <laughs> one of my daughters has mostly spelling. That's the exact same way my little sister spells her middle name. So yeah, yeah so your little sister's awful cool. Yeah, I have yeah, a daughter named named Layton, and it's spelled L E I G H T O N. So I'm so honored. <laughs> yeah. So the uh, is there a girl term for filleting? Like that would be cunnilingus, okay. sir. Well, I know, but it doesn't. I mean, because you could say self-filating, or you know, I, I, isn't, isn't, isn't fellatio in itself? I'm sorry, I'm going to go to uh, I'm going to go to the dictionary now. So, but fellatio is the action, and fellating is the verb, and flaying yeah. is separating flesh from a fish. Oh, the pleasures we could show you! <laughs> Ew. That's yeah, more I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna, the Hellraiser I'm gonna, kind of stuff. Wow, look at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks it looks like filleting is strictly uh, strictly on the mail. So yeah, well, take, interesting. You know, leave it to us to take the cool term and make it ours, yeah. bastards. Yep. Yeah, it you know, universal patriarchy. <laughs> Down with that patriarchy. So what we thought we'd do is pick a specific clip that we picked ahead of time. Uh, well, I picked ahead of time. That uh, let's see, what's the Mormon term for this? Uh, oh yeah, we set it apart. <laughs> Just to get just to get special attention from the panel, and here it is, everybody's buddy and the delot de law of the world. We we already talked about Glenn Beck, so let's go to the other version, and uh, let's just hear how Rush Limbaugh doesn't understand. No, <laughs> doesn't understand science at all. This news that there's flowing water on Mars is somehow going to find its way into a technique to advance the leftist agenda. Eons. Huh? Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Flowing water on Mars is going to be used in a leftist agenda in some way. Science isn't political. So so (laughs) space water is going to come make leftists more agenda driven? 
Oh, oh, he just gets he gets even worse. And I love how they're playing like in the hall of the Mountain King yeah. behind this video. <laughs> Eons ago, ancient Mars had an extensive atmosphere along with an ocean two thirds the size of our northern hemisphere and a mile deep. How do they know that there was an ocean two thirds? It's called science, motherfucker. <laughs> how do they know through years of study and replicable evidence? Jesus fucking Christ! No, because we we actually had the okay. link to Barsoom at one time, and we we went there a bunch of times. And yeah, but you know, you had to be a Civil War soldier to make that work. Okay. Why did people hate that movie? I thought it was a fine. Movie. It was just fine. I'm good. It was great. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed that movie. Too much clothing. That was really my issue. <laughs> really, it was. Well, yeah, the Red Queen. That should be said of about just about everything, though. No, it's <laughs> true. The world would be a better place if we didn't rely on, as Adam Ant put it, oh, so many clothes. Yeah, there is really one thing I do in my life, and that's work, where I'm, I'm going to keep wearing clothes, and that's my chef coat. There's sharp knives, hot water, you know. Things yeah, cheese, like cheesemongering in the nude. Not a good idea. No. 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 It's not awesome. <laughs> but most of the time, I don't, you know, I don't Yeah. What's this hair in my, my cheese? <laughs> oh, it's meant to be that way. <laughs> like, I'm going on a trip, and... Uh, like it says that on the boat like there's one night we'd like you to dress up and i'm like no fuck that i'm on vacation i am not going to bring dress up clothes i'm gonna wear my nice oh. t-shirt and cargo shorts Bullshit. oh but you can Bullshit. that's exactly what it is. formal gown you bet i will do my hair and you guys don't yeah but i'm not i'm not gonna put it in a fucking garment bag and trek it three thousand miles across the country and then schlep it onto a boat with three kids and i'm oh. just uh, you know, it comes down to what they say, dress up nice, and we like, cool, I'm going to bring my formal ball gag. <laughs> it's got right I'm going to bring it. the formal butt plug. Mm-hmm. Well, they do vibrate. <laughs> Studded. There are some, yeah. Yeah. So, back to Rush. And that it was a mile deep. Yeah, there used to be a Mars two-thirds covered with water, and it was a mile deep. How did they know that? We haven't been there. We haven't probed a mile down. He sounds better. I know he's starting to get really, really janky there for a second. But uh, you know, I we can look. We know what places on this planet used to be covered in water, so we can go. Oh, yeah, it's called okay, erosion. So, it's called it's called erosion. So by the like, same logic, how do we know that uh, the shoreline trail in the Great Salt Lake Valley was actually the the shore the of Lake, Lake Bonneville? Bonneville. Well, it's called, it's called erosion. It, yeah, be, because we have the story in the Bible about the flood. Oh yeah. See, oh, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. it was all, it was all at once. It was just one <laughs> big gush. I listened to Kent Hovind talk about the creation and the flood and everything this week for probably about uh, seven hours while I was working this week. You're not getting those back. Why? Why would you do that? No, you're out of Because I, I, I have dreams of one day being on stage against assholes like that. So I, it, you got to know your enemy, you know, but except I don't every time that he's been like challenged to a debate on anything, he always says, oh, no cuss words. Fuck, Fuck that. that <laughs> Let's not use any naughty words. What you mean, like cock? Or I mean, that's not naughty to me. Naughty to me is like Jew. Like, eh? No, cunt's okay because no, I, like, I got a, a lot. Of, I got a lot of friends. Cunt is a great word. I, I maintain. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I work for the government. No, I don't have any foreign friends. No, none at all. <laughs> 
the year of the internet. We have no friends from across the ocean. At Dude, all. you just no. associated freely with a vegan for three hours. I think that job's pretty much done. <laughs> pretty much. No, yeah. but you know what? Th- thanks to your influence over Facebook, I really have uh, supplanted more than one meal a week with uh, with vegan options instead of having to have well, not vegan, but vegetarian options. Good man. Because you know what? Your tofu's fucking delicious, whatever you cook it in. And your <laughs> and your colon will thank you when you reach fifty. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I've already got to do the the uh the, the dump and camera thing every every three years. There so. are seven hundred registered cheeses in France alone. I have a long <laughs> list to go through. That's just France. What, right? what, what We're not this? even talking Italy. We're what not the? talking England or Germany or America because oh. there are some fantastic American cheesemakers. I got a long way to go. It's not happening. I just want to know what the French have against cheeses that they're making them register. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah, freedom. They're trying to confiscate their cheeses. Oh man! Yeah, some are still illegal in America too. Uh, yeah, thing. and I actually learned a bit about that actually this week. Yeah, Camembert. Um, uh, Camembert de Normandie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Camem- uh, I can get Camemberts here, but not the Camembert de Normandie. And basically, the the re- the ones that are illegal are raw milk cheeses that are not aged for more than sixty days, such as the Camembert. Yeah. And the reason being is because back it, in- it's autism. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, what, back in the 90s, is that what it is? No, back in the nineties, there was one batch of cheese that was linked as a possible implication in, I believe, a listeria outbreak, and then it was uh, to not be that at all. It had nothing to do with the cheese, um, and they have never actually tied uh, foodborne illnesses to raw milk cheeses under sixty days. Mad cow. It's the FDA being like, and wait, 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 just a second. Seriously, I've heard a lot of FDA impersonations, and that was probably the best. Right? Yeah. No, that was that's accurate. No, it was dead on. I felt like I was actually listening to the FDA. Burr, burr. Burr, burr, burr. Burr, burr, burr. That's, okay. that's the FDA. Okay. He doesn't understand how there, we could think that there would be an ocean on Mars that went down at least a mile. And so he's just going to keep being incredulous. Know that. We haven't been there. We haven't probed a mile down on Mars. I, 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 after an unknown catastrophe, Mars suffered a major climate change and lost its surface water. An unknown catastrophe. Un- right. Right. Things change. <laughs> he's he, so he's like he's looking at his gold gold plated fucking microphone going unknown well, catastrophe. The, it's unknown. The problem here is that well, how do you know? Plenty of science to explain things. And that's just wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I mean, I don't question where these radio waves that I'm spewing all my ignorance are coming out of come from. I just use them because they're there. So that's how it is. Unknown. Unknown. Dark Bob. Him and the FDA. Same guy. (laughs) Oh my God. Rush Limbaugh is the FDA. Yep. It's coming for your cheeses. (laughs) Your fromage. But not your guns. No, no. Unless your gun was made of cheese. Well, is anybody else picking up on his heavily dentured voice? He really sounds dentury nowadays. Well, he's older than hell. And a lot of drugs. 
Lots and oh, lots and lots and lots of drugs. Can Swaylo bring me more of the good stuff? We haven't now, probed a mile. I can't tell. I can't tell if he. It, he looks like he's got it like a. And Lee will get this reference. It looks like he's got a fucking cyberjack on the side of his head where he has, like <laughs> hooked up to his deck. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I, is he, has, has he gone deaf and he has to have like the cochlear thing no, the, nowadays? I think, think people and, I, and I'm kind of a Rush Limbaugh expert, unfortunately, because my time in radio, I I had to uh, start out by interning at a radio station that played <laughs> Limbaugh. So I had yeah. to board off. Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, it's it's seriously like I don't actually ever have to have a prostate exam because they figured I've already had a hand up my ass for so many years. So. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lee George. Yeah, no, Limbaugh Limbaugh is nothing more than a DJ. That's all he was. He was a radio DJ who uh, managed to convince enough people that the sky was falling and that he was their chicken little. So that's all he is. He's just an entertainer. He's just an entertainer. He's not an expert on anything. He's just a voice. So, you know, we've we've probed a mile deep on Rush Limbaugh and he's still there. Just like well, Mars's atmosphere ain't quite there anymore. But no, but neither, but neither, neither catastrophe. Okay, seriously. Okay, yeah, back to- How do we know then? Yes, sirree, Bob. That's what it was, folks. After an unknown catastrophe, Mars suffered a major climate change and lost its surface water. If we're going to admit that it was an unknown catastrophe, how in the name of Sam Hill do we know? And that it was brought on by climate change. Do you know everything? Do you know everything that is possible to be known? Then how can you say that you know anything? Well, his 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 <laughs> ulterior motive here is actually debunking climate change. I mean, it literally. Well, yeah. Literally, like, oh, we don't, we can't even say that it happened on Mars because because we don't know. We don't know. You're right. That is exactly what he's trying it's to do. It's just seriously ass, ass to mouth with this guy every time. <laughs> it, it's like, okay. We know that Mars at one point was like this. Mm-hmm. Now we know that it is like this currently. And we, and we can piece it out to a certain timeline, but then we're like, what the fuck happened? You know? And we're still it's, looking. It's pretty cool. Which means, which, but we're not saying like God did it. We're not saying a wizard did it. We're not saying any of this stuff. We're saying something unknown happened. Well, it's true. That though. caused surface water to just, dis- but you do have do it. giant fucking craters on Mars. Lee, it was a wizard. It's always a wizard. It could be. Uh, I mean, you, you look at Olympus Mons, and I could be talking out my ass. Oh, man, am episode. I ever looking at Olympus Mons? <laughs> but Olympus Mons is is like the leeward side of the impact crater. Most things are the leeward side when I'm talking about it. That's your new solo show, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's so many solo shows. Lightly. <laughs> the Holiday Inn Express and Layton. <laughs> Well, that's my neck of the woods. I should have. Oh, seriously, you should have come down last night. It was a great one-man show. I, I took it from the <laughs> Holiday Express, uh, Holiday Inn Express over. There to were the... mirrors. It was amazing. Seriously, yeah, the bank shot. It was fantastic. Yeah, that Hilton's where I had my uh the the, the Hilton and the adjoined conference centers where I had my wedding reception. Seriously, so. that's where I had my bat mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, I never knew that about you. Most people didn't. Yeah, you know, uh, you're, you're passing, man. You're passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I ever? Okay. Olympus Mons. Climate <laughs> change. Unknown catastrophe. Mars. Mars. Jupiter. Yeah. Yeah, Luma. Some things aren't mm-hmm. known yet. Turns yeah. out. <laughs> I love it when he gets all theatrical. Unknown catastrophes. 
Like, I love how he's trying to make these scientists ridiculous. They're like, hey, there's there's evidence for a for an ocean, you guys. It's pretty cool. No, no, keep it uh-uh. Keep uh-uh. It- Felicia, you've <laughs> got to be careful here, though, because what, what you're doing is basically saying that this man, this high school graduate. Hey, don't, hey, don't knock high school graduate. No, I'm a high school dropout. <laughs> I, I really, I'm not going to knock anybody. But again, this high school graduate has more merit in speaking about science than these doctors and scientists that have spent their entire lives dedicating to studying any kind of field. But people treat him like he does, though. Oh, of course, because in somewhere along the line, uh, in in AM radio, you can only play so many oldies songs. Okay. That's actually how you get a Rush Limbaugh. You play you play Duke of Earl too many times, and eventually somebody says, "No more fucking Duke of Earl." Can we hear something else? Can we hear? It? And they're like, "Well, let's play Barbara Ann." They said, "No more Barbara Ann. We need a new voice in AM radio." Well, how about this douchebag? And that's what happens. See, we should have made. <laughs> More music in the fifties and sixties, we wouldn't have Rush Limbaugh. Do you do you do you do you remember that movie uh, America the Beautiful? Yes, I think yeah, yeah, and that that part where they kill the Punnett guy in the park. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was beautiful. Uh, it was, and um, like you know, most most of the time, like ninety nine point nine eight percent of the time, I'm like, you know, that was cathartic, but really, I would never want to kill somebody. No. But then I hear Rush Limbaugh speak, and I I get it. Yep. Yeah. I, I just, totally get just, it. <laughs> just like like and that part where he's like, I don't care about your politics, and she's like, I do, and I think you're like just in the world. I was like, yes. Like I just oh he just I like he just takes me there like oh, to this, he's, like, he's he's a very bad man and by law he actually has to every two hours have a disclaimer that says that his show is for entertainment purposes only mm-hmm. nobody yeah, hears yeah. that part no nobody gives a yeah. flying fuck about that part yep. you know how I can tell he's a horrible human being uh, his taskbar on his computer that I can see in the background is just full of quick start icons <laughs> that's that's that spells retard to me I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a horrible human being. Your sister should never be that full well, of things. And it's, and it's funny because he doesn't have the voice that he had 30 years ago or even 20 years ago. So No, because he sounds like an old man that has too many dangerous no, he's, he's And <laughs> way too many drugs. And, and, he, and he sounds like he's about four inches farther away from his microphone. That's probably from sitting on the hemorrhoid pillows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh. let, let's, fin- let, let's finish up with Rush Limbaugh and call it a night. So here we go. How can something be catastrophic when there aren't any people around to feel a catastrophe? The marks. <laughs> what the fuck? Only here on Utah Outcasts. Fuck you, Rush Limbaugh. She ran away. Catastrophic event. The climate change. It's a politically charged term. Climate catastrophe. Mars. How does anybody know that? How can anybody? Possibly, but this is sort of catastrophic event. Nobody lives on Mars until they're going to tell us they did. And global climate change destroyed them. Don't, don't rule it out, folks. We're lead, we're, we're dealing here with desperate leftists who will do anything to advance their agenda here. Science, knowing I'm, I'm shit. So, That's I'm the sorry, agenda. I think, I think that we're pretty much going to single-handedly destroy you guys this election and i think the america's in for a great awakening it's going to be great mike mike big question with him and uh the glenn becks of the world is are they are they actually complicit are they have they opened their way open for litigation because if the rest of the mouth breathers that listen to these guys the the great 
and I, I remember watching my grandfather who actually questioned a lot of things and, and, and seriously thought that, uh, you know, he seriously had, he had a thinking process, but he slowly fell under the sway of Rush Limbaugh. Oh, is this man, is this man complicit when it comes to, uh, that tipping point where we say, you know what? Uh, the science is here. Um, the the insurance industry, and this is actually happening now. The insurance industry is saying we are losing hundreds of millions of dollars a year to claims for climate involved catastrophes. So, is Rush Limbaugh going to be opening? Is he is he open for litigation now? Can the can the insurance industry say we're losing hundreds of millions of dollars because assholes like you are confusing the older generation, the baby boomers? into believing that this is just a political issue now and they're not taking it seriously and they're not making the changes. These are people who willingly ran to World War II to do the right thing and now they're sitting here sticking their heads in the sand because, no, we Rush is telling us that it's a bunch of bullshit. Is he, and is he, is, is he open for litigation now? Because honestly, it's, it, it's it, his fault. Yeah, no. It, I it, would it, hope so. On the, yeah, it's never going <laughs> to happen. Should be. I mean, yeah, it definitely should but, be. But, I mean, it, it's like... Um, but they're going to be able is, to do the uh, whole. I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to belittle rape. And yep, they said the scary word. Uh, but I, and I don't want to belittle it. But there was uh, a musician in Rwanda before the genocide who was who wrote a song, actively uh, encouraging people to kill and rape, and uh, pillage. Yeah, and, and hurt uh, the Hutus. Mm-hmm. He wasn't right. listening to the dead milkman, was he? I didn't. No, sorry, the dead Kennedys. No. <laughs> kill, 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 kill the poor. No. Kill, kill. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I believe they were satirical. Uh, but yeah, yes, they were. Yes. Uh, and he he actually incited. They actually found that his music incited violence, and he was actually held accountable for it. And as much as I am an advocate for free speech, and as much as I really am an advocate for. Uh, allowing people to express crazy fucking terrible things, Westboro Baptist Church, I'm looking at you. Uh, at a certain point, these guys are harming people in the, they're going to help cause harm in the thousands, yep. millions. Yep. If they, this is, oh, yeah. the, these are the kinds of people who we're going to look to, like the, like the Nazi propagandists, where they were like in, encouraging violence and hatred against the Jews to a point where it was unex- like it, it was horrific. That's how these people are going to be remembered as monsters. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I hope, so. I hope there's enough people left to remember them. Oh, there will be. We're we're <laughs> we're very good cockroaches. We really are, though, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And we we're, and we're really good at holding on to shit. <laughs> and we're working on ways to get away from the planet after we kill it. Well, yeah, we got other planets we can fuck up. So let's mm-hmm. go to there. Yep. No. We may have found flowing water on Mars. Great, great. Can I piss in it? <laughs> that would be limba. That'd be limba. How do we get the water? How do we know that our urine won't destroy Mars? How do we know? Have we been <laughs> there? Have, have we, have we peed on Mars? Did we drill a mile deep and shit into it? Do we know? Do we know what we could do to Mars? <laughs> I say we use the resources. Shit all oh, over just, Mars. He's just as bad to me as Ray Comfort. And he's just one of these guys that he can't understand science because he thinks that you it has to be observational science in order for it to be a real thing. You know, there's no way that we can best guess things and have evidence for it. 
we always have to be, these are the kind of people that are like, oh, well, I believe in small changes in, in uh, animals over over a short period of time because look how we have these dog species. I'm like, well, then you believe evolution? No, no, I don't believe in no, evolution. No, no, you can't have large <laughs> no, changes no. over long periods of time. That, well, but according crazy. to creationists, there are no such thing as long periods of time because 6,000 6, years. Mm-hmm. That's not a long time. That's really yeah, not. And <laughs> not. Let's not let's not forget. And I'm bringing him up again. Ken Hovind's giant ice ball theory that we were a planet with a, a much more dense atmosphere and we had shelves of ice like in the sky. How does he know? Was he there? Did he drill an aisle mile deep into those ice shelves and find out for himself? But it it just makes me laugh. Like, <laughs> okay, if this ice was as thick as it needs to be to flood the Earth, as you say. If a chunk of it fell down from that height and hit the planet, it would be fucking decimating. You know. <laughs> Wait, not... I'm, I'm confused. So is he, he? Okay, he's claiming that the the flood, the the yeah. flood, was from ice floating in the sky. Yeah, a giant ice sheet covering the entire planet. Right, like right. encapsulating the atmosphere. So that we had a, make... we had so a now... protective candy coating. Yeah, to the right. planet. Um, but. Let's just say, let's just, let's go, let's go with that for a second. Let's just follow this logic through. That would mean that there's a scientific explanation for a global flood. And that would mean God would have had to had nothing to do with it. So if it's not a miracle, then God didn't do it. So why the fuck do you believe in God? If it is a miracle, then you can't explain it. And you just have to say it was this thing. And you have to go up against all the facts that are like, no, we actually know. And they're like, Mm-mm, just God. So if it's not a miracle, then it's not God. And if it is a miracle, then you have to deny the facts. Well, if you've, if you've read any, uh, if you've watched any of like the LDS like stories about how well, I can't use the LDS one because they actually believe Jesus and God are separate beings and everything. Right. But um, th- when you read like Old Testament, well, like Genesis and everything like that, who the fuck is God talking to when he's like, let, let us descend unto the earth and see how the, things are. And uh, there is light and it is good. Or something. Well, you fucking created it. So, well, well when, that's right. You created evil too. Sorry, I forgot about that. When you're alone yeah. in the universe, you tend to monologue quite a bit. <laughs> just to, he, just to hear the sound of another voice. And talk in plurals? Well, that, well, yeah, but he's one, he's one of those guys can hear the one sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> It kind of gets into that whole. God, I'm so awesome. that how awesome I am. Gets into that whole theological supervillain territory, though. You know, <laughs> God's on. He's he's up to no good. He's going to monologue about it because he has to. That's it's in the code. Do you expect me to, to beg for my life, Jesus? No, I expect yeah. you to wait seven days while I create this planet, Mister Jesus. <laughs> I'm not actually dead. I'm just mostly dead. I'll be back in three days. I, I think it's. I think the whole. If okay, I don't believe Jesus is a real figure, but if he did do the whole like death and resurrection thing, I think it went a lot like how the uh, the twist in the uh, what was it, the Prestige happened, where you come to find out he had a twin. <laughs> well, there were really twenty seven different Jesuses. <laughs> no, not that magician. No, that was no. He didn't seal them in each each in their own sepulcher and like. I'm the real Jesus. I'm no. sorry, but it's really not that hard to fake a resurrection. Then oh, it's the, like the hardest. It'd be awesome assume... to have Bowie back then. Bowie actually did exist back then. The I hardest. Swear. The hardest part about all of that is that they kept saying that it wasn't Jesus; it was John Harrison, and then it turned out it was Jesus all along. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. The smokescreen. It was terrible. Yeah. No, I I feel bad. I feel bad because I I know a lot of people, and I'm I 
I know it sounds like I ridicule religious people because I do. I'm not going to lie, but it's, it's not, (laughs) it's not from a place of hate at all. It's just because it's because I was an anthropologist in college and I, I emphasize, I actually emphasized on, on world religion. That was my, my, I loved the stories. The stories are great. It's fascinating. It is. I mean, you haven't lived until you've heard Iglulic creation stories. They're fantastic. (laughs) But so, so, that's where it gets hard because I know people who have who have bought in completely. They have doubled down mm-hmm. on the hard eight of religion, and yep. and really the odds just aren't that great. But but at the end of the day, their story to me as an outsider doesn't sound any more plausible than again the Iglulit creation myth, where <laughs> the, her fingers were cut off and turned into seals, and the sun is not really a sun; it's a ball that's being passed between two giant seals. You know, when you're Iglulit. And and you don't have electricity. Seals become kind of a major focal point. Seals, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have twenty-seven different types of word for snow and, and sixty-two <laughs> for seal, I mean, it's just one go. of those things. But so so it's hard. It's, See, it's if you're, it's like no, when I, I got my first. It's when I got my first taste of the the other religions out there. I sure. mean, you know, I I had I had you know the, I could read the Quran if I wanted to. I could read the Bible. I could read. Old Testament, all that fun stuff. It wasn't until someone gave me a copy of the Bhagavad Gita. Oh yeah. Where I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Read read like, read the Ramayan and, and you're just like, okay, well here's here is a monkey who had such absolute faith and devotion in his God, he actually mounted a mountain on his back because he wasn't sure which herb was the herb that would heal uh the Lakshman, the great archer, because uh frankly monkeys aren't that good at herb lore. No. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, it, when you when you start reading the Bhagavad Gita and it's it's Krishna talking to Arjuna and it's like it's a it's a poem based religion that is all like secondhand. It's well, like, and and think about what a what a fucker Krishna was for doing that. I mean, here you're in the middle of this huge battle between war. all of these all these different brothers, and Krishna's like, hold on, all this time. You thought I was your chariot driver, but all along I've been the great god Vishnu. And let me stop the battle for a few hours while I read you this poem. <laughs> that's, that's, that's I am also the Brahmin. It's actually a lot more epic stuff. than other religions I've read about. So yeah, it's it's a it's a goddamn good read. So that's know? that's kind of where I go back to religion about it, is if it if it provides you comfort at the end of the day, if it helps you answer those questions that are just too big for you to answer with, eh, it's there. Then cool. I'm so <laughs> glad you have it there, and I'm so glad it brings you comfort. Please don't tell me I need it in my life because I'm okay with it's just there. Is he in yeah, it? and that's that's where we have problems is when people bring it out of their own personal space and they bring it into the right. the government and to the workplace and to everything else. I'm just fine with people having whatever fucking religion they have, but as soon as they start telling me I'm wrong because I don't believe what they believe, that's when I have a problem. I actually kind of don't agree. Mm. Um. Meaning, I mean, I don't want to force anyone away from their religion, but I actually think that religion is used as a method of control. And I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I I understand the whole gives you comfort and things, but I, I think it's a lie. Oh, and I don't think it's, and I don't think it's, I don't think that's fair. And I don't think that's right to do to people, especially to manipulate them into controlling their sexuality and their expectations for themselves. I'm I'm not going to disagree with you there. Yeah. So, yeah. so Felicia, all, I think all of us have come through and we've all we've all pretty much said that we're anti-theist because we think the world would be a better place without it being the way right. people so I guess have I for their worldview. But so, at the same time, we have to be realistic that we're not we're probably not going to be dragging a lot of people away from it. No, I get that. That's not what I'm talking about. And so yeah. no, no, I'm just saying that like 
when we when not when we do the show, but when we talk about the stuff and the fact that we're out atheists and everything, we're showing people that there is another way. And there, for a lot of us, I mean, hell, me growing up, an atheist was someone that was an evil person that right. hated God and this and that and the other thing. And so now that I'm putting myself out there to other people, I mean, shit, like when I had that phone conversation with that lady I've worked with for like five years, now that I know I can relate to her on that level, it's like, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, like, bravo to you, I, you know? I, and I, I know exactly where you're coming from, Felicia, because I, growing up not religious in, in Utah and being in a situation where at the age of 12 in Los Angeles, I had a girlfriend. And then at the age of 14, I was interested in a girl at my junior high school here in Utah. And she wasn't allowed to date a, because I wasn't part of the part of the pajama club, but also because um, her, her faith said that not until 16 and all these other different reasons and, and seeing how that was being inflicted upon her, even though she was clearly interested in, going out with me so right. and seeing that and going i just don't get it i don't get why your book makes uh this attraction or this this uh, this idea that going out and hanging out with somebody is a bad thing i don't get how so, that could be there um i think i think it gets bad when people use it like you were saying as a as a tool to as a wedge yeah. as a tool to kind of inflict uh inflict damage on other people if it if it brings you personal comfort and you're not inflicting it on others i don't necessarily have a problem with it i just don't want to hear about it so much well, mm -hmm. um, I guess let me put it this way. Um, I, I have theists that I care about and I love sure. and I think are wonderful people. But I, uh, I, I, I feel like they've been manipulated and that breaks my heart. So this isn't I, – I have been known to make fun of religious people and I, and I will. Sure. Certain ones that totally deserve it. Ken Ham, look at you, asshole. Rush Limbaugh, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Um, but but when it comes to the people in my life who I care about, who are believers, it's it's not about ridiculing them. It's that I think they deserve better than the lie. Can disagree with you there. I, yeah. So that's I, all I'm getting at. That was that, that was. Oh all. sure, sure. And I yeah. saw it. I mean, the 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 first girl I actually went out with, she had been as as a as a very young person. I mean, we're talking uh, grade school. Had been molested by a family member, and so when things got physical between the two of us, there was that trauma came back, uh, came rushing back. So when you think about it, the first time people actually have sexual or physical intimacy and damage comes back from, from a horrible experience that was inflicted on them, uh, not just, not just from necessarily molestation, but it was actually excused on religious grounds where the family said, well, if you had prayed to God harder, this wouldn't have happened to you. And where the, the person that had inflicted this damage was excused and allowed to continue to babysit and be in a position of, of uh, power and predatory power over them in a religious way. That's where I say, fuck religion. That's where I say your, your particular group of beliefs don't fit because your child should come first before your religion. Um, your, your, your need to protect your family should come first before your, your belief system, no matter how hard you believe in your belief system, you shouldn't allow that to excuse something horrible that happens, you know? So, um, Agreed. yeah, it, it can, it can be used for tragic and terrible things. And, and that's where I kind of, kind of definitely draw the line in every case. Well, you know what? We've been at this for about 35 minutes. I think that's more yeah, than enough guys. for an after show Patreon show. And you know what? Fuck, we could go on and on and on and on and on. And we will because there's more episodes. We're not going to quit doing this. But uh, many thanks to Lee for coming out. Thanks to all the patrons out there, out there, especially <laughs> out there, out there. Blah. I didn't hear that. What would you say? I'm sorry. I think I, I think I lost you guys. I think, right. we lost, 
Yeah, everybody's cutting out. That that's the computer's telling us it's time to get out of here. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for pledging your support. We'll keep bringing you guys new stuff every week. Until then, have a good night, and we'll catch you guys later. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably been hearing a lot about the stock market lately. Millions of people are beginning to invest for the first time ever, and we're realizing that the financial system should be built to work for us. That's why Robinhood is creating real human education resources, truly digestible financial news, and a platform that lets you invest in your own way, on your own terms. The next generation of investors is already here, and it includes you. Robinhood. Investing is risky. Robinhood Financial, LLC. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you.